Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind, as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of Tucker Carlson Unleashed. Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. My friend Michelangelo, have you been unleashed as well? Yes, I have. Yes. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> you, you, you said that in a lion-like voice even. You could have been... Oh, yeah. You didn't see me in action during the, the worst part of the phony pandemic where I was ripping down mask signs and you know, confronting store 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 uh, personnel in my gro local grocery stores, I was a force to be reckoned with. Uh, I'm glad I I didn't see that actually. <laughs> I think I would have been scared. <laughs> I mean, really. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, no actually, no, I wish no, I could have been there with you. You know. Oh chiming, yeah, no, I I, 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 I think correct side. Oh yeah, I think I've said to you that if I could have, I would have formed a small guerrilla band, you know, to go around and <laughs> yeah. destroy those things. But there just simply wasn't possible. I don't know enough people. That's guerrilla, G U E R, etc. Right? Yeah, that's not the, okay. Yeah. I'm just wondering yeah. there because <laughs> I've never seen you in person. You know, maybe you're a lot uglier than I could ever imagine. I don't know, <laughs> gorilla. You know, but in the photos, you look like a cool guy. But anyway, you, you oh know well, thank you, sir. Things. You can't trust anybody <laughs> these days. It's all fake. We know that, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. No, that's true. A lot but of I artifice. I do trust you, actually. <laughs> I mean, I do know how to use Photoshop. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, thanks for the warning there. <laughs> Well, let's get right down to Tucker Carlson. My wife had yeah. sent me this morning something said, uh, yeah, Tucker Carlson and his new, you can't call it, a, it's not really a program, and it, yet it is on Twitter, that he said Mike Pompeo is a mole. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, well, you saw some of that Carlson thing. Yeah, no, right? I watched the first two minutes of it, and he just absolutely lambasts the, the Biden administration growing fat on the proceeds of uh, constant foreign wars. I mean, I just yeah. read this morning again that he's going to send another $2.1 billion to Ukraine. I mean, wh why is nobody reining this this man in, you know? Saying, <laughs> oh, believe me, know. he's totally reined in. Oh, yeah, but you know what I mean? On the, on the surface, on the yes, surface yes. of it, yes. uh, you think, you know, because all those, all those billions, you know, um, that are just being, at least seemingly, you know, yeah sent to you know foreign coffers yes of course <laughs> i mean i'd like to know where the, that money actually ends up in great yeah. part i mean i really yeah <laughs> wouldn't people be surprised would i bet they be i bet they would i bet they would yeah but you have to wonder about the left uh i'll call them the left now i mean it's it's the collectivist side i don't know what to call it that, that actually anymore because it's not just you know, modern day communists that are working in a subversive manner. And it's not no, just no, no. all the fools that think that they're the good guys. It's also, you know, modern day Nazis, the intelligent ones working in the same subversive manner. All those forces want to bring down America, the globalists, the new world order people. Uh, yeah. You know, we see that pretty clearly. But you yeah. would think that these people that have been, you know, defending the left, they'd say, wait a minute, but we don't want nuclear war with russia we don't want all the billions to go to ukraine it's pretty lost calls anyway uh, this yeah. biden you know what's going on here anyway you'd think they would be waking up and actually saying something how yeah, do you interpret is... that how do you interpret that well i mean i think there's such a uh, 
a gag on on any kind of discourse that goes counter to the narrative that that's probably part of it but, but still on twitter they can say such things they can say i was a leftist i mean you used to be and you, yeah. you know you changed pretty early but you think oh, more yeah. and more be saying hey i've changed my mind here i'm sure a lot of them have but why are they so chicken that they just don't come out and say it i don't know i don't know Maybe I was because talking to they're my collectivists on... they don't want to be you know put down by their own side you know it's this group acceptance thing yeah yeah, well, I mean, there's definitely safety in numbers for sure. I mean, those of us that had the temerity to buck the uh, the COVID bony narrative, you know, I mean, we were decidedly vilified by our neighbors at times, you know. I mean, it's just uh, there's a singular, singular lack of courage, I think, in uh, in the populace these days. Courage and integrity. Yeah, yeah. yeah because if I were one of those people and I suddenly saw, you know, things aren't the way I thought, I'd be apologizing to people like yeah. us. Yeah, but I haven't taken in any apologies yet. <laughs> no, no. You remember that Craven article? What was it in the uh, Atlantic where they said, "Oh, we need to declare a pandemic amnesty." Oh, you, you know, sent me that when you. Oh my God! Well, people, you know, a lot of people got mad about that. Well, sure. People like I mean, us. Not, I not certainly did. <laughs> not just here, but all over the world. You know. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. A, yeah, but there was certainly no apology. In that piece, you know, it was all about, you know, oh, forgiveness, forgiveness. We didn't know what we yeah, were doing. Yeah, forgive it's both like, sides. Well, what did we do wrong? We were just pointing out to people the dangers of this and warning them. And, yeah. you know, what did, we didn't do anything wrong. No, no. But they I sure know. did. Oh, the day of reckoning will come. Now I almost sound biblical. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I <laughs> think there's, I mean, we, we've talked about this before. I mean, I think there's definitely, a, you know, the, the whiff of sulfur and brimstone from Revelation in all this. I don't think there's any question of it. Yes, um, indeed. indeed. I mean, whatever your myth is, whether it's Atlantis or it's, you know, Revelation or it's something else. I mean, we've seen, we've sniffed this kind of uh, attempt at destruction of the human race before. And uh, it's particularly, I think it's particularly uh, ominous in its overtones uh, this time around, yeah, I don't think there's any question I'll, of that. I'll say. And yeah. so many people are oblivious to it, though, of course, still. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure I've said this to you before, but it probably bears repeating. Huxley, back in the 60s, you know, he wrote about Brave New World. And, and unlike uh, Orwell, you know, Brave New World was really all about, in a sense, people who were captive to creature comforts and who, as a consequence, were, were equally, you know, uh, bound by the powers that be and he described them as happy slaves and i think that's what we have you know in the the wealthier enclaves of of this country and probably worldwide particularly i mean, particularly in our neighborhood i think i mean you know the, well, the japan have, tell me about it in japan oh yeah the happy slave mentality wow yeah and they're still yeah, wearing I'm... masks by the way they're still wearing masks most of them yeah yeah <laughs> what does it take really what does it take i don't know i was what was refreshing i mean i know you know that uh, we had some very strange air here last week and oh, yes. uh, what was refreshing is a lot of people went out without the bloody muzzles you know and i thought oh well that's that's what's uh that's refreshingly different because they were certainly told that they should immediately don an n95 and you know right. go out as little as possible so you know uh so i thought that was encouraging yeah like, but that's I think, see i see irony of that oh yeah no there is irony sure yeah, it's like with allergies. I'm sure there's some people, I'm not going to wear a mask because of my allergies this year, but the mask actually does help for allergies. It really oh, does. Yeah. No, and no for dirty air, you know, that's not virus size. It's much bigger, the particles. That would help, but a lot of people then aren't wearing the mask just because they don't want to do it because, because of yeah, the COVID Yeah, because they're sick thing. of it. 
Yeah, yeah they're sick of it. But, but also, in that case, I would wear a mask. That's one case yeah. where I would wear a mask. Yeah, but what's allergies. a nose for, as I said to you in private? <laughs> yeah, but nonetheless, you know, you do want to filter out the the bad yeah. stuff if it can be. But I yeah. understand why the people are doing that. You know, it's it's hard to find the golden mean and yeah. and always let reason be your guide when emotions have run so high and yeah, understandably so. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, the other big story is is the arrest of and arraignment of Donald Trump. And uh, <laughs> and, I, and I didn't I haven't heard what what Tucker said about that, but. Uh, uh, no, but, I, mean, I don't know I, if he talked about that in that episode. I mean, I listened the whole 14 minutes. I know you would yeah. have, but then I interrupted you because we had to start this episode. You were just starting yeah. to listen to it. Yeah, I don't okay. remember the rest of 14 minutes, but I know he went on, you know, with Mike Peo that there's certain Pompeo, there were certain people who like uh, cozied up to Trump and they praised him all the time, but they're the ones that really hated him most. And they got into his administration, you know, moles in his administration. And Pompeo yeah. was one of those moles. Yeah. He was just really trashing the guy. Now, for you listeners out there, keep in mind, this is warfare. It's psychological warfare above all, at least in this phase. <laughs> and so with Pompeo, it could be a matter of strategy that Carlson's saying that. Maybe Pompeo isn't a bad guy, but they want to position him as one so that then maybe things can happen behind the scenes with the real bad guys interacting with Pompeo, who then think he is a bad guy, but he's really a good guy, you know, that sort of thing. You can't be 100% sure of anything. I yeah. My feeling is 70% Pompeo is a mole, but there's that 30% that I think maybe not, maybe this is strategy. Um, yeah. You can't accept anything at face value. It's all done for effect because it's, it's psychological warfare. And yeah, I have to yeah. remind people of that constantly. It's always look at the effect and then think, why could they be doing this? And always consider different possibilities. If I knew Pompeo personally from my best friend, I think I'd know. But he's not. I never met the man. <laughs> I have no idea, really. Yeah. No, but I, that was I, quite I an attack. That was yeah. quite an attack by Tucker Carlson. It's like, wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you mentioned, what was this other subject you mentioned here? Oh, tr Trump's arrest. Oh, yeah, Trump's arrest. Okay, now here. Yeah, I, well, I he only... said. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Tell us about it. Tell no, us. I mean, well, it, just in the first two minutes, he yeah. said, you know, that he, Trump's doom was sealed when he basically said that the Iraq War was a trumped-up fraud, that it was a false flag operation, well, that, that there good. never were. Yeah, yeah, there were never were, ma you know, weapons of mass destruction, and uh, you know, supposedly that was the the bridge too far that you know his enemies you know needed to declare war on him, and that know. the government course, knew there weren't weapons masters from the very beginning that was oh, the yeah. key well, point yeah well there's that famous you know footage of bush jr i think saying you know that there were none you know and i yeah. mean anybody again with an ounce of discernment who saw that would say well that's what we thought but you know uh but you certainly... know that years ago surprised me yeah because when the question was yes saddam hussein you know we're looking for his chemical weapons back then you know we're going to find them how yeah. difficult would it have been for the deep state to take some barrels of chemical weapons, put them in a cave, and then have special forces discover them. Yeah, well, sure. One truck, fill, you only need you know, bunch, a few barrels there to say, look, this is part of the stash that he had of chemical weapons. I was really expecting that to happen when Bush came out and said, well, the truth is the I thought, why would he do that? That was one of those moments that I thought, why would he do that? Why would they just have to plant them there? and lie and say they're chemical weapons, everything's justified. Why would he tell the truth there? Did yeah. you think about that at the time? Because I sure did. I, 
Yeah, I I probably thought about it. Yeah, but um, I don't know if I came to any particular. And I was even thinking maybe that war. You know, maybe he was being given false information by Cheney, by Rumsfeld, by his father, and then maybe in the ends when there weren't any, he said, "I'm just going to tell the truth and say there weren't any." And maybe they yeah. were telling him, "Hey, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to plan some." No, no, I'm going to just tell the truth here. Maybe the son isn't such a bad guy. I don't know about this really, but I thought it was yeah. very strange because. In that situation, look what what would Johnson have done? What would Nixon have done? You know these guys that fake the moon landing. What would they have done there? They would have planted a hundred barrels of chemical weapons. And look here, they are. You know. So why didn't he do that? I thought that was very odd that he would come yeah. out and admit that. Well, you know, we might say, oh well, Hubris would would say that they they didn't feel they didn't need to do that. That it, all they had to do was declare it. But I think your point is. But then is there was well another taken. strange thing back then. I remember yeah. a general on Larry King saying that, you know, with their spy satellites, they filmed a whole bunch of trucks leaving Iraq, going to Syria. This was before uh -huh. the invasion. Yeah. And, you know, chemical weapons are easy to make. Yeah. And I couldn't think of one example in the history of the world where some country had weapons that they used because they used those weapons in the war against Iran in the 80s. I even know some people here, Iranians, who had friends that were killed by chemical weapons because you know, they were soldiers then. And they yeah. were killed by Saddam's chemical weapons in the 80s. When did yeah. it ever happen that a country had a weapon that was effective and that they used and then suddenly, oh, we ran out, we're not going to make any more? Has that ever happened in the history of the world? <laughs> I don't think so. So it seemed to me that most likely what Saddam did was he sent the stash of chemical weapons to Syria. And that Syria, was in yeah. those trucks. Yeah. There are weird things like that. They're saying, what was really going on here? But then when Bush came out and said, well, no, there were none really. Thought, what the devil is going on here? That was yeah. very odd to me. Yeah. Because I'm always trying to read between the lines and I'm always questioning. Uh, we live yeah. in an age where <laughs> this is like, you know, I call Biden, you know, the Biden puppet. Well, we both call him that, right? His strings are yeah. being pulled by the alliance. I mean, no doubt in my mind of that. But the truth is the strings of the entire populace are being pulled. Yeah. All they have to do, you know, they one day they put out this news, next they put out that news, and people, it's kind of like a little toddler. You know what a yeah. little toddler is like, might be crying about something, maybe you know, two years old or whatever. It's crying yeah. and crying, but then you make a funny face and suddenly it stops and looks at you and then starts to laugh. And then yeah. suddenly it's not, you know, crying anymore. And then something else, you do something else and it cries again or it just looks normal. They, they'd yeah. be so easily manipulated. Or like yeah, maybe sure. monkeys. I guess you can compare it to monkeys too, right? You know, yeah. really short attention span. You present them this, and they act this way. Present them that, they act that way. And yeah, well, uh, we know, of course. Oh, sorry. Finish your thought. Well, no, I'm just saying. You know, I, I'm the type that when I'm presented with something, I don't react to me. I think about it first. <laughs> and yet, there's so few people who do that. And and platforms like Twitter, for example, they they really further that mindset of jumping from one shiny new object to the next. Of course, they do. And that's I mean, why I don't well like it. That's why I never liked Twitter, yeah. a lot of these things. No, no. It's well established at this point that uh, attention spans have shrunk to virtually nil because of these technological uh, interfaces and the uh, phenomenon of online communication, you know. Uh, so it's not surprising then that people would not have the perspicacity, you know, to... Uh, recognize these falsehoods and say oh yeah oh yeah okay that that's what we're supposed to believe now you know yeah yeah that's it literally like a goldfish swimming you know around the bowl or or the other you know episodes uh, the other examples you cited you know i mean 
I see it time and again, you know, uh, what are the, I was talking to someone about, you know, upping our social media presence. And I said, oh, well, you know, then now say that you have to, someone has to see something 15 times before it registers. Oh I my think, God. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Kind of... <laughs> you know, I think really, you know, because uh, I'm still sufficiently old school, you know, that I treat email like letters and uh, right, you yeah. know, I, I, I will communicate on Facebook Messenger and occasionally on Facebook itself, but you know, uh, my attention span hasn't diminished one iota, and that's probably because I have, you know, kept my interaction with these things to a minimum. You know, uh, yeah, it's the, it's a dangerous phenomenon. But in any case, we're now supposed to believe that okay, Pompeo is a mole, and I guess he, pro I would say, he probably is then. Uh, but yeah, uh, with the Trump indictment thing now, yeah, here we have what were the thirty-nine counts against him or something? 30 yeah, well, they want. I said they want to put him in jail for 400 years or something. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, you know, this has been, well, I mean, Tucker pointed it out. This has been the agenda for quite some time. I mean, if they convict him of anything, I mean, I think if they convict yeah. him of jaywalking, his his candidacy for president, right, whatever that <laughs> yeah. means, yeah. I mean, we don't even know what that means. Yeah, that's right. You're right there. You know, because, you know, you, you've maintained and other people have maintained, and I'm I inclined to believe, you know, that he still is the de facto president yes he, he is still the president of the united states and people uh, once again this derek johnson yeah no matter whether somebody likes the guy or not he talks like a hillbilly it doesn't matter how he talks he's highly intelligent he's and he, what mainly he doesn't give his opinions he gives us the documents he points out executive order this or that he says go to the federal government site you can read it for yourself uh, look at the yeah. military regulations here he puts on his site all these documents here are the regulations yep. for how to do the inaugural ceremony with the howitzers. Here's this. You just read it yourself and you see what's going on. But the thing is, people don't read it. <laughs> and no, then, he don't. Gets, then he gets frustrated, mad. Why don't you read these things, people? But he doesn't realize uh, he doesn't realize just how asleep the masses are, I guess, or or how superficial yeah. they are. Now I think it's well, sinking in with him. But it's just like, yeah. Well, they don't want to read, let's face it. I yeah, mean, they don't want to read. They, in other words, they don't really care about the truth. They have their version of the truth that they still get from the media somehow, whether you know mainstream or other, and they just choose to believe that instead of actually doing a little investigating themselves. And it's not that hard to do. I mean, really, it's not that hard to do. And you put the pieces together, and the picture is so clear that Trump is still president. But you know, besides the Trump uh, indictment thing and all of that, uh, you see what else is going on now in Congress with Grassley and those 17 recordings they have. Of the, I have to laugh. Oh, yeah, of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Burisma, that's that gas company in Ukraine that, yep. you know, Hunter Biden was getting a million dollars a year to be on their board. But he, I mean, first of all, he's not an expert in gas matters. Second of all, he can't speak Ukrainian. But, but they mysteriously put him on the board there while his father was vice president. Could it be because they want to influence American government? I think so. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah, sure. It's so, it's so obvious, right? But now, suddenly, they say, oh, the FBI has had for years these recordings from the head of Burisma, this company, that are recording. 15 are of Hunter Biden and conversations between the boss of this Burisma. I forget the guy's name, some Ukrainian name. And Hunter Biden, that supposedly he recorded just as insurance in case things go wrong or whatever, right? He wanted to have some material just in case. So. Yep. It's 15 conversations with Hunter Biden and two with Joe Biden, right? Yep. Now, yep. the FBI supposedly had them for years. So my first question would be, why does the FBI give them to Congress now? And second of all, uh, 
is it, you know, well, I guess that's the only question, really. Why right yeah. now, just in the week when Trump is being indicted for 39 different charges, why right now does this come out? Yeah. Isn't that a bit coincidental? Because the conversations yeah, must have taken place at least seven years ago. Yeah. Because it was when Biden was vice president. So we're going back, let's see, we're doing, yeah, that's over seven years ago, right? Maybe eight or yeah. nine years ago. I don't know exactly when, but at least seven years ago. So where were these recordings for the last seven years? How did the FBI get these recordings? Because they were, you know, he recorded them in Ukraine, right? Yeah. So how did the FBI get these recordings? Why did they sit on them for seven years? This would be proof that they hid these things before 2020 election, right? But then above oh, least, all, why yeah. would they encrypt? Why didn't they destroy them? That they, you know, corrupt FBI, because this is going to yeah. be proof that they are corrupt. So why would they not destroy them? Why would they sit them for seven years? And why would they bring them out precisely now when Trump is being indicted? And the answer is Trump is still president, and he's pulling the strings of the FBI as well. It's all part of the plan. It's so obvious. Yeah. Otherwise, it makes no sense whatsoever. Why would this Burisma guy? I mean, you know, it would have to be secret recordings of the FBI because why would he incriminate himself by just putting them out there? But yeah. supposedly the story was the FBI had them. Well, how did they make the recording in Ukraine? I guess the, what they were tapping into the wires of the office of Burisma in, in the Ukraine. I guess they could do that. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure they could. But then they get the information. Why did they even want the information if they're just going to sit on it for seven years? They're going to then blackmail Biden? Or, you know, what, what is this anyway? But did they yeah. come out right now? I mean, it's so obvious. What's Trump is going to be made to look like a martyr yet again, right? Yeah. He's already yeah. looking like a martyr. He's persecuted. He's like one of the Christians in the ring and with the lions attacking him yet again. And he's going to come out looking like, like the great shining knight yet again. It's all planned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Or, and this could be an interesting twist, or he is put in prison. Then he really looks like a martyr. Yeah, but like then, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, like then he's a Nelson Mandela, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a white Nelson Mandela. And yeah. and then suppose they say, oh, my God, he committed suicide. <laughs> so, I mean, theor <laughs> theoretically, if yeah. he's not the future, they could just yeah. have him say, okay, you're going to go to another place to live or whatever. And so, yeah. you know, if they want revolution to break out in the streets, that's the way to do it. They say, yes, yeah. he hung himself, you know, sitting down in the side of his bed, you know, like Epstein supposedly did all that kind of garbage, right? Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think it's going to come. I really don't. But I, it wouldn't totally shock me. What I suspect is he's not even going to go to jail. He's just going to look good. But maybe he'll go to jail for a while. Uh -huh. And this time, maybe so. And maybe, you know, they did the other thing. What was it last year? Oh, he might go to jail, but then he didn't. But maybe they yeah. didn't get enough reaction. So now, okay, we're going to do it again. It's kind of like Russia attacking Ukraine. Remember, a year before they did, they were on the brink of attacking. Remember, that was like one year before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it might be war, it might be, but then nothing happened. And my theory was nothing happened because not enough people were paying attention. So, okay, let's put it on hold for a while and we'll try it again next year because not enough people are awake. For me, these things are somehow becoming so obvious. Yeah. This is not coincidence that these tapes just have to be revealed exactly in the same week that Trump has all these charges. I mean, it's just so dumb. And then even so, that even the dumb Democrats will say, well, wait a minute. If Trump can get 400 years in jail for that, look at what Biden did, and he's not even being investigated. So even they start thinking that. Yeah. But what does it take? I mean, maybe it would take, you know, <laughs> Trump dies in prison, then a, a video is released of them torturing Trump to death. Maybe it would take that. I don't know. Maybe that would do it. But then still you have people, yes, he deserves to be tortured. People are really that 
vile, oh, vicious, yeah, no. and dumb. You know, what can you say? Yeah. There's no, some Trump derangement syndrome is, uh, you know, that's uh, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, yeah, it's. But uh, you know, so I can't take so much of this seriously. But I just laugh when it happened because it's so obvious to me what's going on. And uh, with Tucker Carlson, yet Tucker Carlson unleashed. We we're talking about that a little before we started recording this. And I've said for a long time, the Alliance is using Tucker Carlson and they're, pre they're preparing to use him well, that back then to release information, to leak it out drip by drip. Things like the Kennedy assassination, and that already happened in December. Oh, the CIA killed Kennedy. 9-11, yeah. my wife who listens to Carlson a lot says he's already suggesting that something's fishy about 9-11. He knows that it wasn't Bin Laden, his cronies. And there's going to be more on that from him. The fake moon landing, that's going to, that's on the list too of things to be revealed. But that's not going to happen so soon, I believe. And you know why? Why would 9-11 be revealed before the fake moon landing? Well, I mean, 9-11 was a, was a blatant false flag, you know, to get us into that war. To, yeah, and it's you know. more recent. So a lot of people yeah. that were involved in it are still alive. With the fake yeah. moon landing, probably all of them are dead. Yeah. And a lot of people weren't even born back then. Yeah. And also that was for America a feel-good moment. Oh, we made it to go to the moon. And for the yeah, world, yeah. humanity made it to the moon. But 9-11, that was a feel-bad moment. Yeah. An anger moment. And then if you can just direct the people's anger to the ones that are really behind it, then the alliance scores a lot of big points. Yep. So that's why that, I, I believe, I could be wrong here, but I think that's going to be revealed in more detail before the fake moon landing, before they even start mentioning that. I think that's yeah. the way no, that's it makes go. It makes sense because uh, in many ways, I think 9-11 was a trigger event for the uh, – the biosecurity state you know first we have the we have the war against terror you know and uh which people again just blithely accepted oh yes it's perfectly all right for us to have to go to an airport and wait in a bloody queue so and take we, off your belt and take off your shoes yeah and, you know, that kind you know of stuff, we yeah. tax-paying citizens of this country can be treated like terrorists yeah of course it's perfectly all right right yeah yeah so then you know it's only it's only a short step you know to what they're trying to and what they did to a certain extent establish you know during the, the phony pandemic which of course isn't really over uh but yeah there'll um, be more to come there but you know uh what can you say? There's so many ironies here. But if you think yeah. of Trump from the beginning, talk about fake news. Now, I don't know what your take was, you know, like from the beginning, but presidency and before his presidency. The fake news, fake news. I thought, well, okay, you know, a lot of news is fake, but I had no idea just how fake it was. And that's what he was trying to wake the world up to. Mm -hmm. But the irony now is that there's so much fake news being put out by their side. In other words, they're yeah. taking the weapons of the deep state and they're turning them against them. Yep. That's exactly what they're doing because so much is, I mean, just, you know, the, the fake Biden. I mean, so many things. You have a good memory for things that are important. I don't have a brilliant memory by any means compared to some people. They can read a page of a book and remember it or something. No way. No way. It takes me time to memorize stuff. But if yeah. facts are important, they don't leave my mind, even for years. Yeah. And things like, for example, the first two months of the Biden presidency, that the White House lights were going out at 11 o'clock every night in the entire White House. I thought something's fishy here now, isn't it? And people were recording that. Some people would walk by, okay, it's 10.58, 10.59. Oh, my God, it's 11. All the lights just went out. Yep. That can't be. What, the Secret Service walking around in the dark all night or what? 
and secretaries yeah. and other people. It was obvious nobody was really living there. Yeah. Then when enough people started talking about it, then the lights started staying on. But that was after yeah. about two months of the Biden so-called presidency. You know, yeah, I remember like, that. Yeah, yeah, and the fake inauguration, of course, and Biden giving a talk somewhere and somebody in a hotel next to the White House saying, wait a minute, but nobody's over at the White House. He's supposed to be in the Rose Garden and there's nobody there. So it was a fake setting where they were doing it. All these things I you know, added up say, well, he's not really president. It's pretty obvious. Yep. And yet the great, great majority on both sides believe that he is. And I, it's and despite Derek Johnson showing us what's the you know the continuity of government plan, and here it is as outlined in these official documents from years ago, and here's the military so pointing out and just read this and you can put the pieces together and people aren't doing it. I just I'm flabbergasted actually. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, yeah. No, sure. Uh, I was just I was just reading in the comments on something that I read this morning, you know, that there's a there's a whole a group of people that are just simply truth averse at this point. And I said they're like toddlers sticking their fingers in their ears and going la 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 so they don't have to hear something. That's, yeah, they that's don't want, exactly. So I want to hear. And of course that has a lot to do with the with the injuries from the bioweapons. You know, they don't really want to hear it. And uh well, that I kind of can understand, actually, because if well, I'd taken I mean, any of those shots, I, you know, I, I'm not really a hypochondriac, but I go a little in that direction. Yeah. With my Virgo moon, <laughs> a little astrological yeah. note there, and I go, yeah. you know, a, a little, a little wary. That's why, uh, and, and that can be a good thing because you know a lot of men, I don't know, when they're younger, go to prostitutes. I never got into that because, ooh, disease, right? Even when I was unmarried and had some money, oh, no, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it can save you from certain things. Right? But anyway, besides it's a yeah. sleazy thing anyway, but nonetheless. But uh, yeah, if I had gotten a few of those shots, any time I felt bad, I'd say, oh, my God, it's the shots. <laughs> Even if it weren't that, right? Even if I just got saline solution like a lot of people did. Uh, yeah. And so I can understand why people stick their fingers in ears. I don't want to hear that because they're terrified. Because yeah. so many of them are the same people who wouldn't even leave their house. They'd be maybe sitting around their house with a mask on. Maybe that's how scared they were of COVID. And now they learn that COVID wasn't so dangerous, but the shots were. They were dumb enough to take them. My yeah. God. Well, well, that was the plan all along. I'm, I've maintained yeah. that since the beginning. You know. The, well, you were uh, right. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. What can you say? Yeah. Uh, but the, but you know. To return to this idea of this, you know, I mean, they've been trying to get Trump on some Trump, forgive me for saying it, trumped up charge for, for quite some time now. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the idea that, a, well, again, if he's the sitting president, that's even more ironic, isn't it? That, you know, he would be charged with a felony for doing something that demonstrably, as someone described him this morning, the cadaver president that may or may not be in the White House, um, has, has done as well. You know, he's well, yeah, but that's the thing. For, it's not yeah. really the left that's doing it. That's yeah, the obviously. thing, or they're yeah. being pushed into doing it. Yeah. It's the but why same... would people accept it? Why would they say, "Oh, I mean, what?" Well, that's the thing, because, and this is why you know when I say these things to people I meet, you know, when I do acting jobs, whatever, they can't really put the piece together. Above all this level that at which we're speaking now, yeah, there's the goal of this psychological warfare, because of course, in war, you always must know what your goal is, or uh, you're gonna go down wrong paths. This was a problem with Vietnam. What was the goal in Vietnam? Was it totally conquer North Vietnam? We could No, it wasn't that. It was to fight a defensive war for the South. But as Napoleon said, decide that fights a defensive war is going to lose. But what was the yeah. concrete goal? There was really none. And with Germany or Japan, that was, that was clear. It was unconditional surrender. 
of yeah. Germany and Japan. And so in the psychological warfare here, what's the ultimate goal? Why are all these things being done? And so we're jumping up to the next level. And the goal yeah. is, and I see it clearer and clearer, I'm sure you have too, it's yeah. to wake, well, first of all, to wake people up, to yeah. get people to think, to get people involved in democracy, because the alliance knows they want to give the power back to the people. Trump said that in his inauguration speech. Did you see that in 2017, his inauguration speech? Yeah, probably not. Not yet. No. Okay. Well, (laughs) just flip through it there on YouTube to the part where suddenly representatives of the military come out and stand behind him. One from the Navy, one from the Army, from not the Space Force that didn't exist yet, but from the Coast Guard, Marines, all that. Right. Uh, And at one point, they just come out in the middle of a speech and they line up like two rows behind like six of them or whatever. Right. Yeah. And they're only there for one complete sentence of his, I believe it was, maybe two, but I think it was only one. And the sentence was all lines of, we are going to give the power back to you, the people, etc. It went on longer, right? And yeah. then some military officer comes out and whispers something to one of them, and then they all turn around and leave. I mean, if that isn't a sign of what's going on that was given to us at Trump's inauguration in 2017, then I don't know what is. Yeah. Now, the mainstream media, I looked that up like New York Times. Oh, uh, there was a mistake done by the military. These soldiers thought they should go out and stand, or military people thought they should go out and stand there, but it was they made a dumb mistake. Uh-huh. The military does not make a dumb mistake during inauguration. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't happen. You know, People put on their best dress uniforms. That, oh, we're going to go out and stand behind the president somewhere in the middle of his speech. That's virtually impossible. <laughs> yeah. like, in what universe could that ever happen? So in other words... And, and oh, but some said that's Trump bullying the people, that he's you know, threatening a military dictatorship. But they only came out for the sentence, we're going to give the pe- power back to you, the people. So that's a pretty bad interpretation. In other words, the alliance was telling us then, this is something bigger than you can imagine. It's so plain. At the time, I didn't realize, I guess I, I don't remember exactly seeing him. I'm sure I did. Probably, oh, I guess it was some mistake or whatever. I guess I was naive enough to think that too, because I didn't yeah. think deeply enough. Since then, I'm thinking a lot more deeply about things. It was so obvious they were saying, this all is a military operation. And this military operation began, I believe, before the 2016 election. Remember yeah. the stories of Hillary Clinton when she was cursing this John Podesta and everything because, how did, I, how did I lose? What happened? It's all your fault. It's your fault. Like a total maniac. That's why she didn't call Trump that night to congratulate him. Wait till the next yeah. day when I guess she had calmed down or smoked a few joints or whatever. I don't know what she did. <laughs> so she drank a lot. I don't, she probably drank it a lot that night. Uh, yeah. Why did she act like that? Well, because she was 100% sure she was going to win because of election fraud. But yeah, even sure. then, the military was controlling that. And yeah. they didn't let that happen. Yeah, it's, it's pretty plain. This goes back, this military operation goes back longer than people think. Trump was placed by the military. Let that sink in, people. It's not that he came out of nowhere Almost certainly, the things like Derek Johnson points out, like it was the military had been revising the law of war manual over a, a long time, maybe a few years even. And they just finished it. I think it was three days before Trump walked down the elevator. <laughs> what a coincidence. In other words, the pieces are in place. Now he can announce his presidency. Yeah. The military chose him as a candidate because I imagine what happened. I don't know this. And the other, I can't be 100% sure, but it it seems to all fall into place. At some point, they figured the deep state is planning to murder most of the people in the world 
because as David Martin points out with the patents, this has been planned for at least 20 years. At some point, it was plain, yes, everything was along that path. They were going to do this. So now we have to act, and now the war has to really begin. And so all yep. of Trump's presidency, this explains why from even before he was sworn in, the media suddenly was all against him because they knew who he was then. The deep state, they knew who he was. Yeah. And they knew he was really gunning for him. When he said, I'm going to drain the swamp, it wasn't some kind of idle political statement. Oh, he's going to get rid of a few crooked politicians. And that's what I was thinking, and I'm sure many were. No, no, yeah. it was he and the military behind him. We're going to clean up the entire system. And that's why the deep state had to go into total attack mode, total lie mode. But then when you get to the – with over four years, because a lot of things were happening in those four years, then you get yeah. the point at some point – the good guys took over the entire thing. And I mean, CNN, Fox, whatever. You know, we were hoping they would just storm the offices of CNN. We'd see that on TV. They've been taken down for treason. You know, every patriot was hoping that. But the military yeah. chose not to do it that way. Instead, what would they do? It's very simple. They get, they, they invite, in quotes, certain leaders yeah. of CNN to come for a little talk. You know, of course, under guard, that is, they send some Marines in there, you know, for example, and they have a yeah. talk and say, look, this is the way it's going to go. From now on, you're going to do, you're going to report what we want you to report. You're going to say what we want you to say. Oh, we don't want to do that. But the military says, we have all the evidence on you. You want to go to Gitmo, be tried and then hanged? Oh, no. Okay. Well, you can get off with 10 years in jail or whatever it is, whatever deal they offer, if you do this. Yeah. And so that's why, now you might say, well, then why? CNN has been criticizing Trump so much these years, but it's the way it's being done. It is so blatant. It is so unfair. It is so extreme that they're being forced to do it. Now, I don't mean Whoopi Goldberg and these people, you know, like these dumb shows that they have. I mean the people behind the scenes. Yeah. I don't mean that every single shill there is being told what's going on. Anderson Cooper knows because his family's from the Vanderbilt and they're deep state CIA. You know, you know, he's probably been a CIA agent in his entire life, Anderson Cooper. Yeah. So well, he would, I just read that he uh, $10 million of his salary comes from Pharma. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that? From Pfizer specifically. Yeah, Pfizer. The, yeah, right. And let's make it plain here. The guy makes $12 million a year. Yeah. Out of 12 million, 10 million is paid by Pfizer. Yeah. Let that sink in. Would yeah. you expect such a person to warn about the dangers of vaccines and lose 10 million mm. of his 12 million? I wouldn't. Nah, probably not. No, nah, probably not. Yeah. But yeah. this guy is total deep state, this Anderson Cooper. My yeah. wife is very intuitive and being says, yes, Anderson Cooper, he looks like a snake. <laughs> the truth is he does. I, I looked yeah, at him, yeah. I thought, you know, you're right. He looks like a snake. There are others yeah, like yeah. Wolf Blitzer, you know, Wolf Blitzer there in CNN. Yeah, Wolf, Wolf Blitzer, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting because I've seen him there. One time he was attacking Pelosi a lot. Other times he looks kind of nervous. I personally think he was sucked into it all. I don't think he's a total bad guy. Yeah. Intuitively. I think he was sucked into it. And at some point he realized what was going on and he just couldn't get out of it because he had gone too far along with the deep state. But uh, I think that's why he looks so nervous all the times and why he might want to get it below. You know, like he doesn't I, I don't watch CNN, really. But the things I've seen, I get the impression from him. He's not a total bad guy. But I think what it would be is the top ones in CNN and maybe some newscasters like Anderson Cooper, they'd know what's going on, but they don't tell the others. They just, they unleash them to attack Trump and to do their dirty work for him. Yep. And the Alliance loves that 
because that's what it's about. It's about profiling. These are the this is the bad side and this is the good side. This is the side that 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 is totally unjust, totally unfair, and this is the side that wants law and order, etc. And to highlight that, to make that as strong as possible, you need the other side attacking. Like when Trump had his forum in CNN, I mean that blew me away. That yeah. CNN would let Trump talk alone, like in a forum. And up against it was just some dumb woman that Trump could destroy easily. I would I would have given Trump a harder time than she did. And I'm yeah. for the guy. Yeah. But he was so it was so and then they put in a Trump friendly audience as well. Yeah. When what universe could that have happened a few years ago? Or none whatsoever. But since the alliance is in control, they set it up. But then right afterwards, Anderson Cooper, Mr. Snake Man, was there saying the Trump, he just spewed forth lies the entire time. And and some people criticized that we even let him talk, but we want people to show like how evil he is so he's not elected again. I mean, that's so blatant. Yeah. Because anybody, even if you voted Democratic and you don't like Trump, if you listen to him talking about high gas prices, the bad economy, you have to say, well, a lot of what he said is true. He wasn't just spewing forth lies, but they no, no. forced Cooper to be an extremist, he was only telling lies, et cetera, et cetera. So he looks really evil. And that's exactly yeah. the effect that it had. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And uh, that people don't see what's going on, that they can't read between the lines and say, wait a minute, something's off here. It just amazes me. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're trying to do the same thing to, to RFK Jr. as well, you know, basically. Oh, yes. And, and he is, I think he's a plant as well. I don't mean oh, a vegetable. Do? I think yeah. he's been planned by the alliance. Well, that I didn't that I didn't come didn't come up with on my own. I don't know if you followed yeah. the Storm Rider on Telegram. Uh, you've mentioned yeah. Look into no, the Storm Rider now. You, when you first read it, think, oh wait a minute, this is some guy he can't even spell correctly. You know, all kinds of mistakes and the spellings. What's what is this? Isn't serious, but that's I that's done intentionally. Yeah. Because if you or read it, dict or he's dictating, just, and uh, you know that's his. Uh, uh, his and program. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, when you put out messages that are so important, yeah. you read it over for spelling and things. Yeah. If you well, look, maybe you do. Well, the thing <laughs> is, well, I don't know. It, if you read it over once, most people would think, oh, I can't take this seriously. But if yeah. you are of the mind to think, well, I don't care what the grammar, let me see the content. You look at the content, and think, oh my God, what he knows. Yeah. And I don't mean just speculation. I mean what he knows about the military, about secret weapons, about the CIA, about history, about laws. This person or group because i think this is one branch of of, of q itself of the alliance of the military yeah. operation but i think they put it out like that so people can easily dismiss it the superficial ones but that those who think more deeply will say wait a minute there's something behind this yeah because the things he puts out and he put out recently that rfk jr is also a plant it's part of the plan they want to reveal things through him and so mm -hmm. they placed him just as the military placed Trump years ago. Now they yeah. placed a Democrat there, an RFK Jr., a Kennedy, no less. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's going to be revealing other things. And sure enough, to hear him yeah. for months even talking about how they, the CIA murdered his uncle. You know, Cut yeah. Tucker was ta talking about that. But now he's going into more about how they murdered his father and all the things. When he, the talk with Mike Tyson, you see that? No, no. Uh, it, Mike Tyson must have some show with another podcaster. I don't know what it was, but it was Mike mm -hmm. Tyson, this other guy that had the podcast channel, and the 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 person who was invited was RFK Jr. And he was telling <laughs> all these details of his father's murder. 
you know, uh-huh, Bobby Kennedy's uh-huh. murder. Things I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know that when the fatal shot was fired, it was fired from behind. But Sirhan at that point was in front of Kennedy on the other side of a table. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's bringing out all these details that I had never heard before and some that I had heard. For example, the number of bullets they pulled out of the woodwork were more than this guy's gun held. <laughs> yes, oh. Yeah. oh, that's nice. I did know that. And so yeah. many things were fishy about that. I, I realized the deep state had killed him. But he's bringing out more details on that. And they're going to use him, according to the Storm Rider, to bring out more and more reveals. Ah, well, that makes perfect sense. I mean, if anybody of course it does. be qualified, he would. Yeah. And after all, if you look at just uh, it's interesting, if you look at from the air where President Kennedy is buried, it's a big circular thing with a little path that looks like a queue. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. You mentioned that to me. Yeah. Possibly that's where they why they decide to use the term queue. Yeah. Also, an interesting thing that I did know I read somewhere that uh, JFK Jr. He had a security detail. They called it his queue team. Oh, this back in the 90s. Okay. So this Q thing, some call Trump Q plus. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, do you see that uh, before the 2020 election in October it was, I believe. And some reporter yeah. says, President Trump, there's some group Q. And uh, what do you think of that? He said, uh, Q, uh, oh, yeah, some group I heard that they like me. Well, I guess they're not all bad. Then I laughed out loud. My wife said, why are you laughing? I said, he knows exactly what Q is. It's a military intelligence operation of the alliance. And, of course, they're working together with him every day. <laughs> it's just so yeah. obvious. And when he played dumb, oh, Q, oh, yeah, I guess they're the good guys. But then, like through last year, when he would give talks, uh, maybe a rally or something, you know, after being president, in quotes, yeah. he would often make a gesture with a circle with a little squiggly thing. <laughs> really oh, fast. And cute. I, yeah, I saw it again and again. He was, for those with eyes to see, he would look, Q, here it is. Yeah. <laughs> really interesting. Yeah, that so. would make sense, yeah. And. There'll be many books, there'll be thousands of books written on this era in history, but a lot will be about this Q phenomenon. All things will be revealed because, like I said, Trump himself is revealing things and people just don't don't pick up on it. Yeah. He says things like, uh, and I think I've mentioned this before, when he said, yeah, in the future, things will be so great. They're going to be so good that these multiple murderers and people like that, they'll be arrested, tried, and be executed the same evening. Well, uh- what? And what planet does that happen? Yeah, I don't know. Nor, normally no planet, unless this, the country is in a state of war and an emergency and we're under military law, then that can happen. <laughs> you see all these yeah. little tips that he's handing out and people just don't get it. They yeah. just don't get it because they're not thinking. They just go into the next shiny object all too quickly. Yeah. So with, with now with Tucker and all the things he's saying, uh, to get back to him, how do you yeah. think this is going to turn out what would your guess be for Trump and these Well, I mean, every time they've tried to yeah. tried to, you know, uh, bring him to justice, they've failed. So, I mean, statistically, we might we might suspect that. Now, you could be right. Maybe he would be, you know, uh, become a martyr for the cause, uh, and uh, you know, pave the way for some. Maybe you know, maybe RFK Jr. You know, to uh, to. Uh, become the candidate of choice for people because he's certainly attracting a lot of attention from, you know, uh, both sides of the, the aisle for want of a better term, you know? Uh, yeah. Well, the he, very fact that they still say, Oh yes, Biden, he's one of the candidates. I mean, just that alone. Yeah. A person who's going to be, I think 81 years old. Yeah, what was he going to be then? Uh, 82? Something like 80, he's born yeah, 1942, 82. I think. Right. 
He'd be yeah. 82 years old. He's in obviously very bad shape. He falls all the time. I mean, he's the lousiest president ever, if you want to even consider him a president, which, of course, he isn't. But if you want to believe that, why yeah. would the Democrats even consider having him as the candidate? Why wouldn't they just say, no, of course, he's not going to be the candidate. We have all these others we're putting forth and not RFK Jr., but, you know, reasonable people. And we're, Why isn't that happening yet? Yeah. Because it's a military operation, because I wouldn't be surprised. There is the election 2024, and they put in Biden. But it's, it's of course, the good guys, the alliance, putting in Biden. And the yeah. other side can't do anything about it because we're in a state of emergency. So like Derek Johnson points out, read the executive orders of Trump once it were then re-signed by Biden, although really behind the scenes it was re-signed by Trump, obviously. Why would yeah. Biden keep us in the same state of emergency that Trump put us into? Why would Biden keep federalizing the National Guard as Trump did? I mean, obviously he wouldn't if he were yeah. really Democratic yeah. president. Of course he wouldn't. Why would yeah. he keep Gitmo open? Well, he wouldn't, of course. But, you know, so, I mean, it's so obvious he's an alliance puppet. But that the yeah. Democrats aren't saying, no, we don't want Biden. We want somebody else. How, how many are protesting Democrats? None, Do you remember 1968? Are you as old as I am? Well, not no, not really. But anyway, remember 1968, <laughs> the Chicago Democratic primaries? Oh, just vaguely. Oh, vaguely. yeah. Do you remember all those thousands of, of left-wing Democrats protesting uh, against Hubert Humphrey? Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. And they hated Johnson, too, although he was a Democrat. Yeah. So where are all yeah. the Democrats protesting against Biden? Well, yeah, that's strange, isn't it? But yeah. Now, of course, the masses, they just do what their leaders tell them. But in other words, where are all the leaders doing that? You don't have that because they had to sign NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. The alliance said, look, Chuck Schumer and all the others, look. Yeah. This is the way it's going to be, and you're going to go along with it. That's what's going on. Otherwise, yeah. they'd be saying, no, no, Biden, yes, he was a great president, but you know, we have other people now. And then they yeah. put in somebody who's 20, 30 years younger, who smiles nicely, who's intelligent, who can debate well. They would do that, but they're not doing that, and they can't do that. Because so the farce has to continue? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the farce has to continue. And so then yeah. when another mm -hmm. Democrat does come forth and becomes profiled, who is it? It's one of their enemies, JFK Jr. <laughs> uh, excuse me, RFK, RFK. Jr. Or was yeah, that yeah. a Freudian slip? Could it, it be a, that? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I keep wondering about JFK Jr. because I think, I think I, I mentioned to you maybe it was off offline, but you know, RFK was on somebody's uh, show and uh, they were talking about whatever. And in the chat, this question pops up or this request pops up: uh, if JFK Jr. is still alive, touch your nose. And within 30 seconds, he touched his nose, and, and uh, that was it. And uh, you know, you can say, oh, he didn't scratch his nose. You yeah. know, he didn't pick his nose. He just touched yeah. his nose. <laughs> so that, to me, suggests that, yes, in fact, JFK Jr. is still around and waiting well, in the wings. Either that or we're supposed to believe that he could be because that gives a certain effect. That gives hope for yeah, I mean, sure, it's, it's, a... it's psychological warfare. We don't know. And although the good side is lying to us constantly as well. Yeah, yeah. But they're doing it for, for our own good. I mean, I know I hate to even say that, but that's the truth because they've realized what, what Voltaire in the 18th century realized. The yeah. masses are like a big wild animal. It never thinks, it only feels. And yeah. they know that. And so they have to manipulate people's emotions because yeah, otherwise, be. and this war must be won. I said that from the beginning, from November 4th, 2020, where I predicted the war. I thought it'd be kinetic though. I, I'm surprised it's been this peaceful. 
but yeah. that's the genius of the alliance. They're they're far yeah. smarter well, than I am with had, these things. Yeah, we certainly had any amount of domestic violence. Uh, uh, yes, by we the did, other side. but I'll put yeah. it this way: considering the divisions in society, considering the two sides, the one you know, the one the good guys they want to return us to constitutional law, and the other wants to murder most populations in the world. Yeah, uh, I mean, there have been major world wars fought for less than that. Oh, sure. And yeah, so no, that this hasn't gone totally kinetic is almost a miracle. Yep. Considering the stakes as well, because the stakes are the side that loses is dead. This Agreed. is not. Yeah. This is not like World War II. The Germans, except for Hitler, Himmler, a few others, the German generals could think, well, if we make a peace, the Allies aren't going to kill us all. Yeah. But here's a case: they would kill them all, and they would kill you and me as well. Right, guys. Oh, they yeah, would kill no. most I mean, of the world's I mean, population. I've, so, I mean, you know, the it, the future of humanity is at stake because you know exactly uh, the future of the entire world and all of humanity. And that kind yeah. of war you cannot lose. And the only way you can win is to get the great majority of people on your side. Yeah. And if that means you have to lie to people constantly, you lie to people constantly. If it means you have to kill some people, you kill some people. Yeah. This is war. In other words, you must win this war. And no matter what, you have to win the war. So let's get set for, I don't know, limited nuclear war, possibly, hopefully mm -hmm. not, or the fake alien invasion where some people actually do die. Yeah. Now with the fake yeah, alien... Well, the alien... The alien dialogue has certainly stepped up in recent days. Almost. Oh, isn't it now? Yeah, yeah. What are they preparing? Yeah. But let me tell you out there, people, if the, the fake spaceships appear holograms most of them don't think it's the deep state doing it necessarily that could just as well be the alliance doing it but i have a litmus test so you can tell most likely who's really doing it if these yeah. fake alien ships appear but then yeah. some happen to be real and they start using space weapons to kill a few thousand people it's probably the bad guys yeah uh, you can't say for 100 percent, but most likely it's the bad guys if they just appear and don't do anything it's almost certainly the good guys yeah, well, that I, one guy Grush, who's whistleblower, said, you know, I think I I, I sent you the uh, the article said that you know they've been, the military's been reverse engineering alien technology for decades. So oh yeah, of course. So they chances have. are they yeah. do have you know their their own fleets of seemingly alien vessels that they can uh, marshal. Well, supposedly they would produce. use holograms in great part, but some would be real, and yeah. those could be the ones that actually do things like shoot down some kind of space weapon or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, somebody – who was it talked about this? This wasn't my idea, but some – was it uh, – what was his name? Stephen Greer, the UFO guy? I forget I forget who – but it was it's brilliant a... what he said because it's really true. Imagine if yeah. these things appear in the skies, you know, 20 over New York City and 20 over Tokyo, whatever. Yeah. But they don't do anything. Yeah. Now, some people would say, oh, well, if they don't do anything, that's fine. But, of course, that's nonsense. If they just are there hovering, moving around, can you imagine the panic and how it would grow? Yeah, yeah. No, people well, wake up and the see movies. it. Yeah, they're the first panic, right? Just when yeah. they're there. But then people are waiting for them to do something, establish contact, show that they're friendly or show they're violent. And they don't do anything for day after day after day after day after day. The psychological yeah. effect would be absolutely devastating with people. People, well, sure, some people are going crazy. I mean, committing suicide. All they'd have to do is appear and float around yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. And you know, if we're to, if we're to, uh, reports are to be believed, you know, that holographic technology is definitely already. Oh yes, available. of course it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. practically no doubt about that from ports, yeah. cipher, yeah. whistleblowers, and such. My preferred yeah. scenario, because 
Some have said, Q has said in the messages, 107, who's connected to that, practically no yeah. doubt. Yeah. The other day, he actually got really emotional because he usually doesn't, but he actually got really mad. He had been saying a few years ago there's going to be an end of civilization event, a seeming end of civilization event. Uh-huh. He's been saying that it's going to be a real big scare event. This is the same that Q has been saying, the same the Storm Rider has been saying. It's going to be a big scare event that's going to be necessary to wake up even a lot more people. Yeah. But the other day he was talking in some some kind of podcast or whatever. He was the the guest. And he yeah. said, you know, I said that two years ago, and I'm still saying that, but people don't get it. I don't mean it's going to be a bad hair day, like, you know, my hair isn't, doesn't look good today. It's not going to be something like that, like, oh, a big scare. No, he said, it's going to be absolutely terrifying. And he was actually yeah. yelling, which he probably never does, says, look, people, get into your heads. This is going to be a strong. This is going to be terrifying. Yeah. And I thought, wow. But he's been saying this for a long time. And uh, like I said, spaceships hovering there for days, this would be terrifying. Being on the verge of nuclear war could be terrifying. There yeah. are a number of things could be something we haven't thought of. I do have a preferred scenario, though. Yeah. Mine would be the fake alien invasion, but done by the good guys to unite the world. Everybody's terrified. But then yeah. Donald Trump, from his prison cell, <laughs> in uh, quotes, okay. says, if I were president, I could make those aliens leave in a day. <laughs> and then people are so terrified. Okay, oh, okay, you did win the twenty twenty. Okay, we're gonna make you president. Then he has some secret <laughs> negotiations with the aliens, and they all fly back to their planet. <laughs> and he right. just saved the entire world. That would be my well, favorite scenario. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> you should write that, that that write that screenplay and and send it <laughs> yeah. to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hollywood. Well, I sent it to Mel Gibson. Maybe he'd do that film. I think. Yeah, send it to Mel Gibson, or uh, he would do it. Guy, but, and and with. John Caviezel starring as That's Trump. exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. have to do a lot of cosmetic work on him, make him look like Trump. But anyway. Uh, yeah, well, they've got those fat suits. <laughs> yeah. You know, they can they can do they can do almost anything with those prosthetics. Have you seen the videos? Oh my god, it's unbelievable. Oh, I turn have men into, turn men into women. I mean, you just you can't believe it. Well, yeah, that's what people don't realize that so for example, it's possible that figures like Bill Gates, if we see on on the news TV, that it's not it's not even a person. Yeah, it's yeah, possible sure. these days. Yeah, I mean, no, with it's Bill just a Gates, hologram. Yeah, a few people out there, if you've seen the pictures of his wife, Melinda, that he divorced, that hurts her name, right? Melinda. Yeah. The, the picture is taken like a year or two ago. It's a different woman. You've yeah. seen those, right? You look at Melinda, well, it's like I, five I, years ago. You see it's a different woman, and yet she's masquerading as his wife. What's going on there? Yeah, well. I, I guess Kevin Klein wasn't available to play the part, so they yeah. got somebody else. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But you know, what's it's so obvious that it's fake. And then the question is, well, maybe for Bill Gates, they came up with an actor that looks more like him, or maybe. You know, but the sure. signs are out there. What's going on here? And with Biden, you know, I think he's an actor. I don't think it's really Biden. No. And I think it, that's why they did the fake inauguration with the Howitzers in Arlington yeah. National Cemetery because he was probably executed years ago. Yeah, I would guess that. I, I wouldn't say ninety nine percent certainty there. Maybe he's in a prison yeah. somewhere in Gitmo, but I don't yeah. think this is Biden, Biden of old playing the role of bad cop to the good. It's possible there, but I give that a one percent, two percent. Yeah, no, I'd be inclined to agree. But in any case, yeah. you know that the Democrats would have even selected him in the first place with Kamala Harris is a joke. They wouldn't have done that, and that they would talk about, oh yes, he's going to be the cat next time. It's so obviously not real yeah if people don't see that oh my god you want candidates like uh, what are some candidates we've had in the past well mitt romney 
Yeah. One the first reason why I didn't like Mitt Romney is that he looks like a president in a movie. <laughs> True, he does. Yeah. In like mm-hmm. a B, well, this is a kind of you know not top class movie necessarily, but he looks like the yeah. type that would play the president. <laughs> I'm saying that jokingly, of course. I don't like him for a lot of other reasons as well. Yeah, but no, he does have that look. Yeah. Yeah, and know. then there's Obama with his so-called charisma and his smile, and he seems like a nice guy, etc. And George yeah. W. H. What George W. Bush? He's like one of the guys you want to have a beer with. And Bill Clinton, well, everybody loved Bill Clinton, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and yet they would go from that to Biden and Harris, really? Yeah. They wouldn't have done. Well, that. again, you know, Harris, when she was running ostensibly for president, struck one as as being, you know, a fairly intelligent lawyer, you know. But I mean, the the Harris that's running around now just speaks gibberish at times. Yeah, but so when she was running for president in the Democratic primary, she got one percent of the Democratic vote. <laughs> no, I know, I know, but so she even then she like wasn't it. popular among only Democrats that they would put her in on a ticket with Biden. It's almost like the alliance was saying, "We're going to prove that there's election fraud. We're going to put in the two worst creatures you can imagine, and even yeah. they're going to win with a record number of votes, eighty-one million. Who could ever believe that? Yeah, even back yeah. then, who could ever believe? And yet these fools, and I know some of them, and highly intelligent people, and they believe that. What's the matter with people? Oh, well, they clearly weren't paying the slightest bit of attention. I mean, in all the stories that keep emerging about election fraud in Arizona and everywhere else, I mean, you know, again, they're they're not making it to the mainstream, but the stories are out there on Gateway Pundit. Yeah, and of course, that election fraud happened, but the greatest irony for me is that the truth is, yes, there was fraud, but before there was that fraud, there was the fraud of the alliance putting in somebody who wasn't even who he purported to be, namely this Biden puppet. Yeah. That the, the candidate of the opposite party, even if it really were Biden, he was being controlled by the other side. I mean, that's that's you know, talk about election fraud. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't a real election. That's the thing. That's why it couldn't go to the Supreme Court, you see. See how the pieces fit yeah. together. That's yeah. why they rejected several solicitations, you know, to accept that case. Once it was yeah. no standing, and other times, oh, there were technical mistakes in the in the solicitation, whatever they call it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. As if Sidney Powell and her lawyers can't put together a case for the Supreme Court if it's the most important case in their entire lives and the more, most important case in American history. But they're going to make yeah. dumb mistakes. Yes, yeah, sure. Right. Sure. And yet they couldn't take that case because then all the truth would come out and it wasn't supposed to come out. That's yeah. the, that case. And uh, you know, a lot of Trump supporters wouldn't like me saying this because it looks like, oh, my God, the other side isn't totally clean either. No, they're not clean. We're already in this war, though. That's the thing. These are acts yeah. of, of, of war. Yeah. And the beauty yeah, is I mean, both. For, yeah, I would say the beauty is that this plan that they have, the plan, as Hugh called it, and at first of what's this, the plan? But now that I'm seeing through these things, it's the most intricate, the most complicated, the most wonderful plan ever devised in the history of mankind. The, the scope of this, the scale, is absolutely breathtaking because it's worldwide. It's not just in America. Yeah, no, sure. And it's, But then you have to figure out how does COVID fit into the whole thing? How was the COVID thing used for this purpose as well? Hmm. Well, I mean, it, it it was the first step in this, you know, seemingly biosecurity state that, you know, uh, is the specter that's hanging over us now, you know. Yes, that's uh, from the bad side. But how did the yeah. good side use it? For example, okay. do you remember when Trump said, yes, we have to close down society a few weeks? First of all, we have to, you know, ban people coming in from certain countries. Only one person had died of COVID at that time. 
Yeah. And didn't that seem strange? Okay, one old person dies and suddenly you're going into panic mode. But you know what I think that was? I think the Alliance thought, okay, if things are closed down, we can more effectively do certain things. So let's let's go with the flow. Let's yeah, close sure. it down. That's what was sure. going on. In other words, the things that were by that point inevitable, this, this COVID scam, the Alliance thought, okay, we're going to use this to our advantage. Like with the fake Biden inaugurations, hardly anybody there. And they can say, oh, sorry, they're there because of COVID. Right. Yeah. And so that played into their plans as well. Of course, they were doing it because they, they want to fight against these evil devils. <laughs> but still, that's what you do in warfare. You take it and, you know, you, you can't fight clean in a war. You have a war you have to win. You have to do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. And yet the last beauty of this is going to be something when all of this is finally revealed to the public, I don't know how many, maybe I won't live to see it. Maybe we will. I don't know. Not that I'm going to die. I'm going to live to be 103. So don't worry about my health or anything. That's but well maybe, maybe they won't reveal everything all that soon. But when it is revealed, it's going to come out. I predict now that the Alliance has done everything according to law. Uh-huh. Everything. Despite me saying that they put in a false candidate for the other side, they were able to do that because the country was in a state of emergency. It was basically at war. And the Supreme Court knew that. Of course, they were informed of that. And that can be done. Continue of government, all the plans were there. You can do things like that. And I think they'll be able to say in the future, every single thing we did was done according to law. Sometimes civil law, sometimes you know, normal law, sometimes uh, military law, but it was all done according to constitutional law, military law. Because yep. That's going to be the ultimate justification for it all and say, we did everything according to the book because we want to restore the Constitution. And so that was that was the prime directive. I personally think it will go in that direction. And I think then people who really can see will see the great beauty of all of this, despite yeah. all the ugliness, there's constant lies, streams of lies yeah. you know, there. Well... Damn, I, we, we're talking about Tucker Carlson Unleashed. I feel that they unleashed me instead. That's right. Horrors, horrors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no Tucker Carlson. I mean, you know, <laughs> maybe because I don't have 14 people behind the scenes doing all my research for me and writing my stuff. <laughs> no, I'll just, you don't need them. If I did. <laughs> if I did. Uh, but, but please, I'm going to let you have as many minutes as you want to go because I've talked far too much in this. <laughs> Ah, well, no, you you obviously studied all this a great deal. And, you know, uh, I'm certainly tuned in to some extent, but not not quite as uh, omnivorous, you know, in my selections as you, you know, so. Uh, but something you know probably more about, what about these, okay, the, the bad air in New York and coming from these fires? What's your take on all these fires? I heard from Stu Peters today at the beginning, so many of these fires, like 2030, broke out all at the same time in different parts of Canada. Yeah, yeah, I, I read that. Yeah, well, it's either a, a, a campaign of controlled arson, you know, with with coordinated efforts on the ground, or it's. Uh, I saw some footage of not footage. Did I see footage? No, I saw a photo of a, of a flotilla of drones, and some people have suggested that remote controlled drones could start fires. Yeah, uh, and I think then that'd be you know, easy for them. yeah, 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 and then you know, people have said that there are also airborne lasers that that can be fired from planes and that they've been used uh, for years to start fires in California. So, but the fact that they all started at once is certainly, forgive me for saying it, <laughs> smells to high heaven. Yeah. That's not a natural thing, any way, shape or form. No, 
No. I saw some uh, farmer, yeah. some farmer on a video, a Canadian farmer, saying when one started more or less near him, he said it wasn't like a small fire, like somebody threw down a cigarette, and then it gradually grew the fire. He said no, there was a mushroom cloud there. Yeah, exactly. He said something was like this little mushroom cloud. I mean, obviously, it was some kind of weapon that was being used. Yeah, yeah. And uh, of course, the other thing is that uh, we had a very strange phenomenon here in, in New York. Uh, I think it was on the Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday where. At a certain strategic time, you know, there was there was a tang of smoke in the air, and you say, okay, well, it's a bit smoky. I mean, it surprised me that the smoke was at, at ground level. I thought it would be, you know, above us uh, by that time, but it was at ground level. And then at some crucial moment, the sky sort of turned yellowish red. I don't know if you heard about that. And uh, no, not Naomi Wolf has suggested that maybe they actually dumped some kind of chemical weapon over over Manhattan under the. <laughs> under the guise of the fires uh aren't you scared living there i mean this is kind of <laughs> eh, well i mean i'd like to get out but you know that that didn't perturb me that much but uh, um you know it's uh but yeah as i said well it all it's all you know to advance the other fraud you know which of course is climate change you know they can say yeah. i mean all of the mainstream media are saying oh yes well you know the reason we're having all these fires so early in the season is climate change and you know and, and it's it's blatantly fraudulent you know and and well, because are, of that though yeah i mean <laughs> even the people who were for climate change how i don't know i'm sure the alliance is measuring this how many people have woken up to this the climate change fraud oh god i, I think i read statistically that 50 percent of america now at least b believes it's a sham it should be ninety percent by now. It should be, but fifty percent is is certainly more than than thought. COVID was a sham, you know. Uh, so that's at least something. Yeah, that's and, like um, with the fires in Canada. Theoretically, yeah. I don't think so yeah. necessarily, but theoretically, it could be the good guys doing that. So that then the oh, news sure. says, "Oh, it's climate change," and, and yet, so of the fifty percent that still believe in in the climate thing, yeah. the climate hoax. Uh, yeah. that, that, that another 10% wake up through that because it's so yeah, blatant. Sure. I mean, you have to beat these people over the head before they wake up. Yeah. And it's incredible, yeah, well, but... Mark wow. Crispin Miller, who's one of the pivotal figures here in the resistance, certainly locally here in New York, but also nationwide and arguably even worldwide, he, he, he you know, the reason he lost his job or is suing now that the, uh, was it Columbia University? Yeah, I think it's Columbia now, where he taught a class on propaganda for so many years, you know, he uh, he said, you know, both sides in a war will in, engage in propaganda. Yeah, and he yeah. said that's just that's just a given, you know. So we have to we have to assume that much of what we're seeing is, you know, in this fifth generation warfare is is propaganda. You know, it, it sure little, is. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised more people don't know that. I've known that. I think since I was a kid, probably. You know, psychological yeah. warfare, propaganda warfare in a war. The Allies yeah. did it, and Germany did it, and you know, every yeah. side does that. And yeah. now the war is being fought on the field of propaganda and psychology. Yeah. And so it happens all the more. Yeah. And people. Uh, should recognize that i think yeah and i know i've said this to you but the, the whole idea that people are beginning to wake up to in this country is that basically everything we've been told about our modern history let's say conservatively for 80 years i mean if we if we believe that the u.s government you know has known about aliens and alien technology you know since the roswell crash which is 1947 for almost 80 years our our perception of reality has is totally fraudulent we have the fake moon landing yep. we have 9-11 we have the kennedy i mean just event after event after event which is you know is the the truth is slowly being revealed i mean that's just 
Ooh, you know, uh, our, our mutual friend Elliot says, what's going to happen when all this truth is, is revealed? Are people just going to go insane? You know, because <laughs> yeah. it's, good I question. Mean, yeah. You know, I said, well, I mean, you and I haven't gone insane. You haven't gone insane. You know, I mean, I no think more than have... I was before all of this. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, I think people of discernment will say, well, we suspected something like this all along. Well, you even know, if you uh, didn't, if the evidence is presented, then you simply yeah. say, well, here is the weight of evidence. You know, you look yeah. at evidence on both sides, say, look, it's overwhelmingly clear that yeah. we were lied to. And so you accept it. I don't see any, pr for me, that's never been a problem. Yeah, no, it wasn't it's, for me when I, when I woke up three years ago, you know. Uh, well, what about Dr. Malone? Did you hear Stu Peters? What, I don't know when he did that a few days ago, I guess. But he did one of his shows. And Stu Peters can exaggerate or reach conclusions that I don't necessarily agree with all the time. Yeah. On the other hand, he's doing some really, really great work. But about Dr. Malone, and I think he got that from Karen Kingston, who is oh, yeah. a lawyer and physician, whatever, right? He, she's yeah, on his yeah. show well, a she lot. Worked, yeah, she used to work for pharmaceutical companies. Yeah, and yeah. – Supposedly, this Dr. Malone actually isn't one of those who invented, you know, mRNA technology for vaccines. Oh, okay. that he said they could find no clear evidence. You know, they put that out there in Wikipedia on the news, but uh, but and I don't know if it's true. But he said uh, it's not like that. He's really oh. not that great expert. They, it's he's really a deep state plant that they put him there, saying, "Oh yes, he's an expert, so listen to him." And then he says, "Yes." This was their plan B. If, if people catch on to what's going on, this, uh, and we talked about that in another episode. And Dr. Yeah. Malone says, uh, yes, it's true. The vaccines don't work. Don't take them. They can be dangerous because terrible mistakes have been made. They thought they would work, but they're not working. In other words, it's not a genocidal plan. It's just an uh -huh. honest mistake. What I've right. been saying for a long time now. But I didn't know that he really wasn't the expert. And I'd have to check into that because – you know, maybe Stu Peters has wrong information, but if he knows Karen Kingston, she has a lot of information about these things. Yeah. But that would confirm that Dr. Malone is really a mole, Dr. Malone, as I call him. And that yeah. explains why he wants to ruin Peter Bregan, the 25 million. So you see how all these pieces yeah. fit together yeah. gradually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, I, I think that, you know, the revelations that Tucker Carlson has provided and will continue to provide, you know, certainly pave the way for more truth to be revealed and for more people to waken from their their comas, their somnolescent slumber. And what do you say? How many people listened to that episode three of his Twitter thing? Uh, uh, Celia Farber, who is one of the, the more outspoken voices on Substack and, yeah. and is definitely part of the resistance, said at last count she was watching – 42 million people on, have seen it on Twitter. <laughs> and they said at Fox, he would get three, maybe four million people. And now yeah. it's what? It's going up 10 times as many are listening to him. That's See, that was all planned. His leaving yeah. Fox. It wasn't that they kicked him out because of Dominion. It wasn't that they thought we're going to unleash Tucker Carlson. And he's really unleashed if he's on Twitter. Yeah. He doesn't need the money from Fox News. I mean, he's a multimillionaire many times over. And uh, so he's not working for another company. He's not working for Twitter. <coughs> Excuse me. But now he's being fed the information from the Alliance. And now it's going to be one thing after the other. Yeah. And it's going to be exciting to see. And very yeah, entertaining. So. Very entertaining. Yeah, no, and I have to say, I haven't watched that whole episode, but I will. But those first two minutes, I thought, holy cow. I mean, this guy... He's articulate. He's incisive. I mean, it really is. He doesn't let up over those no. uh, those 14 minutes. He doesn't let up. Yeah, well, I'll look forward to seeing seeing it. I'm looking forward to episode four. I didn't yeah. watch one and two yet. I don't know what he talked about there. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either.
but but this one is is big news you know and uh justifiably so i think yeah because interestingly enough i'll make this final point uh, i i did take a quick look at the trump inauguration speech because you have mm. to understand that i wasn't in that camp back in 2017 right, yeah. uh, i did take a quick look at it and what he said essentially is what you know tucker carlson said in the first two minutes of his his broadcast you know the very same thing that there are people who have basically fattened themselves on on human suffering and, and on the deprivation of the citizens of this country of vital needs right that the yeah. money has been diverted into this perpetual war machine and people have grown extremely wealthy in washington over it you know and uh, both of them have said much the same thing so that i'm going to listen to that speech in 2017 again yeah. Because I'll bet listening to it now, I'll be able to see so many things I didn't see back then. Yeah, yeah, I pulled up the text, you know, but uh, well, or read it, yes. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah, this is good. Uh, as ever, a very stimulating discussion and uh, sure wide ranging. <laughs> People thought they just hear about Tucker Carlson unleashed, but instead, it's David and Michelangelo unleashed. Oh, yeah, wow! Yeah. Yes, yes, that really gets. Yes, David in the driver's seat and me along for the ride, but that's good. I like <laughs> well, in this case, sorry, yes, yeah, sorry, I insisted on driving for this episode. No, that's okay. That's okay. I have so no many... problem with it. <laughs> we'll to... Remember, I'm a seventh house person, so partnership is is second nature. We'll change seats the next time. Pick somewhere. Uh, all right. <laughs> I have nothing against that either. Believe me. No. It's always fun. Uh, yeah, well, you're you're going away now for a few weeks, right? Yeah, just just a week, but that'll that'll sort of. Uh, cut off a couple of weeks of our chats um yeah well this one i i i didn't even put up the one we did last week yet so yeah i don't know you've got people won't notice a break in continuity probably but i so i thought i'd mention that just (laughs) sure (laughs) anyway and uh yeah well thanks a lot for this talk as always yeah yeah absolutely it's been fun and wow yep Thank you, dear friends, for finding finding us online and following the the twists and turnings of David Bolton's incredible, incisive intelligence. That's major alliteration. Oh, oh, sucks. Come on now. I'm (laughs) blushing. Don't do that to me. It's more than Virgo I have. I I can't take such adulation. You should know that. Right. Well, incredible, incisive intelligence is a major alliteration for you there. And thank you, as ever, for following us on this the, the path of Socrates. Absolutely. Thanks, people, and thanks, Michelangelo. Bye. You're now. welcome, my dear friend. I look forward to talking to you in a few weeks. Okay. Bye. Okay. Ciao for now. <laughs>